Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Finding Your Freedom podcast with me, Madeline. Super excited to have you guys here with us, with us, with me. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so if you're new to the show, we talk about on this podcast all about finding your freedom, finding your freedom from society's beliefs, your family system's beliefs from some of the beliefs and the belief systems you might have picked up from trauma and really learning to let go of those and connect to the true you and the authentic self and yeah, building a life that aligns with that friendships, partnerships, the place that you live, your career and really creating an amazing and abundant life that reflects who you really are at your core. So I do solo episodes and bring on guests that have helped me um, in my journey and evolution to that authentic self. And I I hope these episodes also help as well. (laughs) So today we're going to be talking about therapy and, you know, how can you get the most out of your therapy sessions? And, you know, I think this could even be applied to, you know, coaching sessions or like a card reading or any type of deep dive into your healing or your process or, you know, really trying to go in deep to deep kind of layers of the brain, deep past memories, deep past trauma. Like how do you best prep, prepare, um, and talk about that? So I'm going to start with kind of before therapy and as far as any life updates or business updates, uh, I'm not going to give any life updates. (laughs) pretty much the same and business wise I would say be on the lookout for some new things that are going to be offered at the start of the astrological year so the start of the astrological new year um, and the start of spring the end of this month I think I'm gonna have a few things offered there just with helping to get into alignment remove blocks mentally and you know (laughs) tangible blocks so stay on the lookout for that so yeah with preparing before therapy you I think it depends if it's like your first time obviously meeting with a therapist someone you've met with a lot or a coach but depending on how much you go I I really like to you know you take notes of your life, your experience, moments of struggle, moments of emotional intensity, moments of feeling extremely triggered from you know the last session to this next session, taking notes of those moments because those moments probably have lots of different nuggets of wisdom and things to be realized about why they were so triggering about the past. So I would, you know, kind of make a list of those things, those edges, and I don't have this, (laughs) but I think a good idea, there's all these new really cool journals you can get about kind of like, you know, the pre, before therapy, after, during notes, and just to kind of integrate everything better. So yeah, just kind of taking notes of those really high emotional moments, the triggers, difficulties just happening in your day-to-day life that may not really have too much to do with the past. Uh, Taking notes of those things will be 
really important and I would say on like the positive side of things you know adding some things in for your wins where you're feeling good where um, you had a situation or a choice where you chose a different outcome than maybe is your automatic response to a trigger Um, just showcasing your growth and you know leaving time in therapy to celebrate yourself for the times that you're getting it right the times that you are showing growth and just remembering that growth is not linear (laughs) it's a curvy line and I don't even know if I believe that we fully forever heal from everything you know like you're always still going to maybe mess up it's just like a gradual process of becoming more aware and making different choices and responding instead of reacting (laughs) to what is in front of us so yeah that's a good way to prepare pre-therapy or pre-coaching or whatever your session may be and I would say during the session really you know if it's virtual (laughs) this will apply more versus in person but just making sure you're alone it's a calm safe space if you have roommates or have trouble being alone um you can buy noise canceling machines at your door I've had one before when I lived with roommates and they're really nice they just make a weird gargling noise <laughs> at the door so people can't hear you um, so yeah just setting a safe space and this could be the same with coaching maybe maybe like setting a ritual lighting a candle taking a couple of deep breaths before not being in a humongous rush um, and, and I think this also goes into like maybe the time of your session I think for a lot of people maybe early in the morning or at the end of the day where you leave a chunk of time that you don't have to race to work like trying to fit it in on your lunch break may not be the best approach but I think everyone's different so when you're in the session just trying to stay present and stay present in your body as well if you're talking about really triggering things you know having something to squeeze like a cold beverage in your hands just trying to stay present And while also staying present, maybe taking some notes down or at the end of your session, you know, kind of asking for like a summary, like what are some things I can practice this next week? What are the main takeaways from this session? You know, you get to direct how your session goes. You get to direct the topics that you want to touch on. And you also get to, you know, ask for a summary at the end, like never forget that you're paying these people and you're paying them to help you. And another whole side note is that you can always change therapists if you feel like it's not helping you. You can always quit. You can always try different healing modalities. I don't think that the same thing works for everyone. You know, some people really don't get a lot out of therapy. And I think that is totally okay. And, you know, coaching or Reiki or something more physical, like a different type of therapy can be really helpful and really serving. And, you know, when you're in session and before you go into it, really having that clear intention, the clear intention before you start therapy, your your why and letting your why unfold <laughs> throughout the kind of healing process with your therapist. So you have your session, you end your session. What not to do? Try to run to the next meeting and... <laughs> no um, shame or shade you know this is all a learning process for everyone but maybe not run to the next meeting at work Um, 
a social event, like have your calendar super stacked after a therapy session, especially if you're speaking about trauma, diving into really painful things of the past, you're probably going to feel kind of emotional exhaustion and emotional hangover after therapy, feeling heavy, feeling more sensitive, more emotional, and just kind of overall sensitive and tired not you know not wanting to be in the masculine brain of like doing and being like you're gonna feel more feel more like just being and not being super productive uh so kind of aligning your session at a time where it gives you a little bit of leeway to decompress I think it can be really good to journal after session kind of review those notes um do maybe a meditation or take a bath or just a relaxing kind of um, ritual with yourself to kind of decompress after that and you know feel good on kind of the main takeaways I think it depends on the session and sometimes journaling about it might just like increase some of those intense feelings or anxiety so relaxation techniques are, are kind of better like a shower or a bath or doing something kind of like physical or being in nature and from that too I just I want to emphasize and I, I kind of talked about this in the EMDR episode as well that something I've been thinking about a lot and you know therapists are trained in this but with coaches and other practitioners that sometimes talk therapy can be really helpful for the present and the past and then sometimes it can really not <laughs> be helpful um, and I think that's when you're not incorporating body techniques, but you're just bringing up the most painful events that you've gone through in your past. Um, you're bound to feel triggered, reactive, not like happy and like your normal self after a session. And if you repeatedly are feeling like that and the positive reward from that feeling that you're feeling, you know, you're not like seeing the progression with that. I think that's something you should definitely bring up to a therapist and like reevaluate maybe the techniques that you're using and I, I think this is a reason that a lot of people drop out of therapy or don't like therapy because if you just talk about painful things over and over again without a physical kind of component you're just gonna feel these like heavy trauma feelings that I would you know describe as just like very sensitive very reactive uh depressed feeling for a while after which is gonna you know you don't want to have like an extreme <laughs> emotional hangover from therapy. And I think it's part of your discernment to tell if it's the normal just after therapy, I'm feeling more sensitive or the kind of after therapy. Wow, I feel really depressed and broken and all these intense feelings and that those are not something that you should make yourself be re-triggered by on a regular basis and to consider uh, you know, taking a break for a little bit, going less frequently, uh, incorporating more body therapies, um, which EMDR is the one that I'm most familiar with, but I definitely want to read more into the other ones and have someone on to kind of talk about those on the podcast, because I think those are really exciting and important and are still not super, super mainstream psychology therapy talked about, but apparently... Random side note, uh, <laughs> I, think it, I think it's Prince Harry, the one that kind of denounced himself. Anyway, he's been like really speaking about EMDR, which I think is really interesting. Um, 
so yeah more on after a session I, I think if you have roommates or partners or anything I think communication is key on what your needs are after a session if you just need to be alone if you need to be supported you know whatever you're needing I think it's really important to also communicate that and I think a lot of times being alone is maybe preferable um, yeah I think that's mainly all that I wanted to say and just expand on the fact that if you are a coach where you're going deep into people's past traumas or you know any practitioner that maybe doesn't have the same training as a therapist on this or you're a therapist that hasn't had that training like I think it's really really important to get certified or add like skills to your toolkit because it's kind of irresponsible to bring up these things without having you know a follow-up or giving your clients any tools to deal with really painful intense feelings and emotions that are you know beyond grief or sadness they're like trauma feelings so (laughs) i'll leave you guys with that and i i do believe you know you don't need one more certification to be qualified to do blah 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 but sometimes that certifications are good certifications are needed you know knowing how to you know do no harm i think is the (laughs) the saying for doctors or something but knowing how to you know, allow people to talk about these things and be there for them, but not ever make anything worse or cause more harm is really, really important. And I didn't talk about any research today on pre, like preparing for therapy and how to kind of self-care after, like I said, meditation, you know, taking a shower, being in nature, journaling, alone time, just processing your feelings, getting yourself a nice coffee, a little cookie or something. (laughs) I feel like that's always a good way to treat yourself. Um, But yeah, I didn't bring any research into that today. And I definitely want to bring a little bit more research into EMDR and more somatic therapies and even psychedelics. And yeah, dive more into the science on this and what we know so far. I like to bring in, you know, the science, the spirituality, the lived experience and just talk about that a little bit more. So yeah, um, feel free to DM me or email me if this episode was helpful, if you have any uh, suggestions on pre and post kind of therapy journals. I would love to hear more about that. Um, Yeah, and I hope this is helpful for tarot card readings, coaching, therapy, like any of the things to really prepare before, be present during, and really self-care and ask for your needs afterwards which asking for your needs could be a good topic for another time (laughs) but thank you guys for listening and have a great rest of your week um yeah and leave a five-star review on apple podcasts and spotify if you haven't already and you're loving the show that just helps more people find the show and just adds to you know credibility and all that stuff (laughs) all right bye guys have a great rest of your day week life whatever. (laughs) Bye.